This is the message given by Pastor James Lim during the evening worship service at Faith Presbyterian Church, Long Beach, California, for July 2nd, 2023. The title of the message is, Give Us This Day. Well, if you would open your Bibles this evening, if you would turn with me to uh, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6. The first uh, gospel of the, of the New Testament, the first book of the New Testament, Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 to 15. This is, uh, just to give you a little bit of context, um, because uh, of our communion service this evening, I thought it would be appropriate to... Um, to preach from an appropriate passage on uh, what it means to to ask God for, ask Christ for uh, daily bread um, and how he provides it in the Lord's Supper. That when we pray, you know, give us this day our daily bread, it's not just physical needs, but spiritual ones. And, and, uh, and, and, and as well as in the Lord's Supper. So just to give you a little bit of context to tonight's reading, it is... We are uh, in the middle of of the Sermon on the Mount, and like a new new Moses uh, leading a new Exodus uh, in the New Testament, uh, Jesus ascends the mountain and begins to teach. Uh, very very similar to uh, how Jesus, how uh, Moses ascended the mountain and came back down and began to teach uh, the law of God after receiving the tablets. He teaches about various. Uh, aspects, the Beatitudes, salt and light, how uh, the fulfillment of the law talks about loving your enemies, divorce. And then in verse, in, at the beginning of chapter six, he talks about uh, what it means to, to give uh, to the needy, uh, to not let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. And so to give in secret rather than, you know, proudly doing it so that everyone can see. And then in verse five, uh, in you know, in, in the parallel Gospels, when, when the disciples ask Jesus, you know, teach us to pray, Jesus teaches them the Lord's Prayer. And so we're going to concentrate particularly on uh, verse 11, give us this daily, daily bread. Here now then, the reading of God's word, beginning in verse 5. When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues. And at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father Forgive your trespasses. Uh, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. May he add his blessing to it this evening. 
Uh, I wanted to reflect on how God provides for us when we pray for our daily bread. And, um, and as, as we ask the Lord to give us this day our daily bread, the Lord's Supper uh, is one of the ways in which he answers that prayer. He doesn't just give us earthly bread uh, to nourish our bodies on a daily basis, but he gives us spiritual bread that comes down to us from heaven to nourish our souls, to nourish our faith, so that we might live as God's people, sojourning in this wilderness world on our, on our way to, to heaven. And so he nourishes us, provides for us both in body and in soul. And so the Lord teaches us how to ask then for daily bread and what it means to receive that daily bread. And, and so, so no matter how big or how small uh, our needs may be, when we ask for our daily bread, what we're asking the Lord for is to give us what we need. Uh, whatever, however small, however big, when we ask him for daily bread, he gives us whatever we need. And so tonight on this Lord's Supper Sunday, I want us to consider how God provides for all of our needs. Uh, when we consider our daily bread from an earthly perspective, from a spiritual perspective, and from an eternal perspective. What it means to receive our daily bread, right? All that we need in an earthly manner, in a in a spiritual manner, and in an eternal manner. So first, when we ask for our daily bread, it means relying on the Lord for all of our earthly needs. The idea of bread in scripture and life in general has a, uh, has a wide range of meaning, but it primarily derives from the idea that bread is a staple for life. Uh, there's... Um, a saying that, you know, no bread, no life. You know, if you don't eat, you, you, you can't live really. Um, and what's really interesting is bread is one of wheat. When, when, uh, when our um, forefathers uh, long ago discovered uh, or realized the nutritional value of wheat and then kind of breaking it down and adding a little bit of yeast to it and turning it into a dough and then baking it into a loaf of bread, that was when they discovered that uh, it is one of those, those uh, foods that is a complete food, that you can actually live off of bread. It's not one of those things where if you eat it, um, you know, there's some kind of uh, uh, deficiency, and so you have to kind of supplement it. But bread in, in its general um, nutritional value is complete. So you can live off of bread. That's why people live off of bread and cheese in Europe or bread and water in prison. You know, you always hear about that. And because of that characteristic of bread, uh, the, the biblical writers and the Lord himself uh, gives us that analogy that bread signifies everything we need for life. It is that complete idea uh, of nourishment uh, and the fulfillment of need. And so this is, um, this is why we use uh, that idea um, that without, uh, that, that everything we need to live is, uh, descri is described as a kind of bread. This is why, you know, when, 
when Adam and Eve fell and God pronounced his curse to Adam and Eve, right? One of the, he cursed the ground upon which Adam and all of humanity would have to work. And he said this, by the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread. And that was just shorthand for uh, everything you grow, everything you need to feed yourself is going to be like bread and you got to work for it. The land is going to be cursed. It's going to be, there's going to be weeds uh, along with your crops. And so this is where you you kind of get that idea, uh, the metaphor for all of our earthly and physical needs uh, signified by the idea of bread. And this is also why Jesus uh, used this idea of bread as signifying the whole of life when he, when he was in the wilderness, in the desert, after 40 days not eating and drinking, and he was tempted by Satan, uh, when, he tempted, when he tempted Jesus to turn the stones into what? Into bread so that he could eat, right? To fulfill that, that, um, that need to eat. And what did Jesus respond? Right? How did Jesus respond? He quoted Deuteronomy 8.3 and he says, Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from your, the mouth of God. And, and so the, that idea is that the very least our physical needs have to be filled by bread. And then he goes, and then, you know, as we'll see later on, there's more spiritual needs that are, are just as if not more important. But at the baseline, man does not live by bread only, but it doesn't mean he can't, it means he can't live without bread. And that's what Jesus is saying here. That's the idea of our daily bread and why it signifies all that we need. And so what Jesus is asking us and teaching us to pray is he's asking us, he's telling us to pray for all of our earthly needs, whether it be food or water, clothing, shelter, work, money, family, friends, whatever it is that you need. It is all summed up in this idea of give us this day our daily bread. And to, 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 uh, to go deeper into this idea, Jesus is saying, give us this day, right? And uh, in Luke's version, he says, each day, give us this day, each day, or day by day, our daily bread. What does that mean? It means that, uh, it means that uh, ask, for, we, we need, we, all we need to do really is ask God for what we need for today, because tomorrow will take care of itself. Right? Today has enough anxieties. Right? Jesus tells us all, he tells us that throughout the Gospels. And so what does that mean for you and me? If he's telling us to pray for our bread today, our, our bread daily, um, he's telling us we don't have to worry about tomorrow because he's giving us what we need today. And today is what matters because tomorrow is, it hasn't come yet. So why worry about what hasn't happened uh, when we have what we need. And so in the very action of this prayer, we're learning to, to rely upon God moment by moment, uh, day by day. And that's, that's the essence of faith. That's the essence of trusting the Lord for, to provide for us. Um, and he's reminding us that we ought not to worry about tomorrow when God is giving us what we need today. So how, how would that change 
How might that change the way that we live? Right? Uh, how many times have you lost sleep? Or, you know, you, you're, you grew more gray hairs on your head. It was, it was so interesting to see uh, my family uh, who are um, older than me, some of my cousins that are older than me, not one gray hair. And, I, and maybe they colored their hair. I don't know. I didn't, I mean, I didn't probe or whatever, but, but some of my cousins who are like two, three, four years older than me, not one gray hair on their head. And, and I'm like, oh man, you know, maybe I'm, you know, I, I know I'm a worrier. I'm a, I'm a worry ward. I'm a, I, I, I'm very anxious and I'm, and I'm asking, I ask the Lord all the time to help me with my anxiety. And uh, this gray hair, I feel like is proof that uh, I'm still learning. I, and I need to learn this prayer. Give us this day our daily bread because I worry about tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm not thankful for what I already have and what God has given to me. And so let that be uh, uh, God's word to you this evening. That he, to give us this day, give us today what we need. And, and we'll be content or we ought to be content. Um, and maybe you'll have less gray hairs <laughs> uh, and you'll have more peace. You can sleep at night. You won't be on edge. You won't bite people's head off. Uh, that you can, you can have the margin in your heart to care for other people because you know your needs are met. And out of the fullness of that contentment, you can help others. Secondly, Asking for daily bread also means relying upon the Lord for all of, not only all of our earthly needs, but all of our spiritual needs. What's interesting here is that a lot of commentaries uh, talk about, they don't, they, they know that this isn't just about a piece of bread, that there's so much more packed into this idea of daily bread, that it's a pregnant word that symbolizes not just the physical needs, but also our spiritual needs. James, uh, James puts it this way. Uh, he says that if God, if every good and perfect gift is from above, right? Everything we have is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change, then every gift, whether it be physical or uh, uh, whether it be physical or anything else that God gives, uh, it is at, at its very core has a spiritual dimension to it, right? If God gives you bread, um, the spiritual dimension is that He provides for you, that the God of heaven and earth uh, knows you your needs and He provides it for you, and so you grow, you grow in your faith. You can trust the Lord uh, because he gave you bread yesterday. You can trust him to give you bread today, and you can trust him to give you bread tomorrow. And even more than that, right, if we go back to what Jesus, how Jesus quotes Deuteronomy 8.3, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That the word of God itself is also a kind of bread, that nourishes our souls, our spiritual life. And so it is bread that gives us spiritual life as well. And uh, 
so when, so the point I want to make here is that when Jesus quotes again Deuteronomy 8.3, he is pointing us back to the original context of that quote, which is when the Israelites were in the, the wilderness, uh, they were receiving manna from heaven, right? They were, they, you know, they were, the, the, the bread would just appear or the, the manna would just appear and they wouldn't know what it was, but it, they would gather and they would eat it. And it was kind of like bread, I mean. And, but they would complain about it. If you remember that story, they would complain. All we get is manna. Well, where's the meat, right? And then they ask for quail and, or they ask for meat and they get quail and they get so much quail. You know, the Moses writes, oh, you know, they had so much quail, it, it came out of their noses. They got sick of it. But here's the point. The point is, is that, the point is, is that when God gave them the manna, it, it was not only an earthly provision, but it was also meant to be a spiritual provision that each day, and we're, I'll, t- I'll touch on this in a little bit, each day they could only gather enough manna for that day. They weren't allowed to gather uh, more than they needed and then they try to keep it, right? Try to kind of store it because once they tried to store it, if they got more than what they needed for that day and they tried to store it, it would go bad. And, you know, there's a spiritual lesson in there somewhere, right? That uh, once you try to hoard God's provision that's meant for today and you try to kind of make your own provision by holding on to it for, for the following day, it's going to rot. How many times have you and I tried to accrue for our, ourselves to save more money, to save more resources uh, for a rainy day and hoard it as if we, we think that God isn't going to provide for us in the future and then watch it rot in our possession? That, uh, that which was meant to be a gift to us becomes a curse. Um, and that's what happened with uh, the manna from heaven. It was a, a, an, an Old Testament type and a shadow of what we're going to see later on of the manna, the true manna, the bread of heaven that comes down to nourish us uh, in our, spiritually and in our souls. So what is the point of all this? When we ask for daily bread, we're not asking... We're not only asking the Lord to feed us physically, but to feed us spiritually. And so it means that we are praying daily for God to nourish us through the daily provision that he gives us day by day. It means looking to him and his word as the portion of our lives, as the very bread that sustains our souls. And if you've ever wondered where your pastors and elders get the idea of regular um, uh, regular. Uh, reading and, and praying uh, is, is, is that when we read God's word, it's spiritual bread, Amen. right? If you, don't eat, if you don't eat every day, what happens to you? You start to go hungry and you start to, to, um, uh, to become emaciated, right? And the same thing happens spiritually. If you don't partake in God's word, then your faith becomes emaciated. And so, you know, we shouldn't be surprised when our faith is, is hanging by a thread and, and, and we barely crack open our Bibles and we hardly ever pray 
And then a difficulty comes our way and we're like wondering if God is going to care for us, if God hears us, if he's going to provide and we just lose our minds. Um, but as we train ourselves to be nourished uh, with the word of God, let it, letting it be that spiritual portion and nourishment, then our faith will be strong and vigorous, right? We will have all the energy and the nourishment that we need to persevere through trials and tribulations, uh, through difficulties and obstacles. We know, we, with like, that, like a spiritual muscle, with, uh, we know that when we... Um, are nourished by God's word, we will have the energy of God's word. Um, I think I've mentioned this a few times in the past, but, you know, um, you know, doing jujitsu, you know, and you can tell when you, when you don't eat very well, when you don't, when you eat like food that is just doesn't give you uh, the right nutrition for what you need. Um, there's a time when I just, you know, I thought, well, you know, I can, I'll eat this and I'll be fine. It's like fast food or something. I think I just wanted to, to uh, get something in me. And then I would go to jujitsu and I would feel completely run down. I, I, it felt like I didn't even eat anything and I, I had no energy, no power, no stamina. And, I, and so, you know, the, the hour uh, of exercise was more like, you know, it was like, like my, I was running on empty. And that's the way God's word is meant to be for us in the spiritual realm is that if we aren't nourished by God's word, then when we run the race of the Christian faith of the Christian life, we will not have the energy and we're just going to, um, we're going to be, uh, struggling. We're going to, we're going to need to take a break and say, you know what? I need to put some real, real nutrition in me so that I can run. And so that's what we do when we pray for uh, the spiritual provisions uh, in this idea of God giving us our daily bread. And if, and let me just uh, make this one more remark, that if we, if we pray every day, if we pray daily for God to give us our daily bread, both physically and spiritually, and that becomes a regular experience in our Christian life, then one day when we, when we feel that we need more than what we normally ask, we can trust that he will give it to us rather than be anxious about it, right? It's almost like, um, you know, we're all creatures of habit in some way. And I don't mean it to say that this is like, you know, kind of like an automatic thing, but, you know, if, if you pray every day for God to fulfill your needs and God does fulfill them and you know that he fulfills them, then when you know that you need something and you ask it, you are more prone to, be, to, to, to trust that God will provide it. That you have no reason not to think that he won't give it to you when he has been faithful each and every day of your life. And you can only have that, you can only do that when you regularly pray pray for your daily bread rather than occasionally when you think you need daily bread and then, you know, and, and so the, those spiritual muscles are, 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 are not as strong and they're atrophied. And so when, when real times of difficulty come, you, you know, you, maybe your faith is just 
a little weak. And so you, you're more anxious than you need to be. So Jesus says this, right? That if he's been faithful for all those days in which you've prayed for his, your daily, for his daily bread, his daily provision in your life, then you have no reason to be anxious for tomorrow. Jesus puts it this way in Luke 12. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, what you will, uh, what you will eat, uh, nor about your body, what you'll put on. And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. And how do we ask for those things? For our daily bread. And this brings us then to my final point. We ask for daily bread not only for our earthly and spiritual needs, but also for our eternal needs. Look at verse 11. That word daily here in, in verse uh, that word daily in verse uh, 11. In the Greek, uh, here and in Luke's account, is the only place in the Bible and in, um, in the larger Greek literature that uses uh, this word, uh, epiousios. And that's just, I don't, I don't mean to, to uh, confuse you. It's just, it's just a, it's a special word that is uh, not used anywhere else uh, in the New Testament and, uh, and in much of the Greek uh, literature of the day. Um, it's a specialized word that, that some people think that transfers over from the Hebrew uh, uh, that signifies um, the idea of tomorrow's bread. And I'll touch on that in a moment, but, but it means tomorrow's bread. So instead of, so some of your Bibles have an alternate, have a footnote with an alternative translation that says uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's bread or com- the coming day's bread. And so what Jesus is saying then is he's saying, give us today the bread of tomorrow, right? And this points us then to another dimension uh, for this petition regarding timing and sequence. If Jesus simply meant daily as in day after day here, he could have used uh, 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 several other phrases that were more clear and more precise, but he uses this particular word. And I think that means that he's using the more obscure idea of tomorrow's bread rather than simply daily bread. And, um, and so Jesus is here is referring to a type of bread uh, that was baked um, that was baked before the sun rose. So it's, it's kind of like the day before, but then is baked for the next day. Um, and I think what Jesus is doing here is he's pointing us back to the wilderness, the only place in the Old Testament, or the only place in, in during Jesus's uh, during the uh, the wilderness journey, uh, when the when the Israelites were in the wilderness. You know, like I was saying, how if you gathered more manna uh, than for that than you needed for that day, it would go rotten. The only time where you could gather the next day's bread was so that you could, so it was the day before the Sabbath. So on a Friday, Friday morning, you would see the the manna and you can gather up bread for Friday. And then you can also gather up the bread for Saturday, the Sabbath day. So you get tomorrow's bread manna for, you get tomorrow's manna that day. And I think that's what Jesus is describing here. He says, give us, this, give us today the bread of tomorrow, 
Uh, and what he's saying there is that everything that God provides for us in our daily bread and in the bread today is a foretaste of the bread that he is going to give us tomorrow. Do you see that? And the, the, the culmination of this idea comes when Jesus declares that he is the bread that comes down from heaven, that he is the bread that if we partake in him, in him we will have uh, the spiritual provision that gives us eternal life. It is the bread uh, of tomorrow that, get, that is for all of eternity. And so when we get our, our, our bread of tomorrow today, it's meant to be a promise, a down payment, a guarantee that you will get tomorrow's bread in Christ Jesus, that you will get the bread that, that prepares you for, for eternity with Jesus, uh, that eternal Sabbath rest in Christ. Jesus said this, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. So whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not as the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. This is a, a, a bread that gives eternal life. And that's what we're going to partake in in a moment. The bread of tomorrow given to us today that gives us eternal life that sustains us for eternity. And so the greatest need, whether it be eternal or spiritual, is nothing less than the eating, eating this bread that gives us the eternal life of, the, of tomorrow. And we can have it today uh, as we partake through faith in Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you for, for this manna that comes down from heaven. We thank you that you give us the bread of tomorrow today. Lord, would, would, would you use it to nourish our earthly, spiritual, and eternal lives? Lord, would you help us to partake by faith, uh, knowing that it is this bread, uh, the bread that promises our eternal future for tomorrow. Give us that bread today. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.